We are lucky to live in times where we have access to all knowledge known to man at the tip of our fingers. Just by listening, we can learn valuable information that our ancestors would have fought wars for. But what use is having all this knowledge if you don't apply it? That's what we're about. We're a couple of young Aussie guys hailing from Sydney. We love learning about how to improve our life and get the most out of it. But we have come to the realization that there is no point knowing all this without any action. So our message is simple. First listen, then do. Learn and then apply. Take action. We are the Listen and Do Podcast. Welcome to the L&D Podcast. This is your host, Drew. I'm here with my co-host, Lawrence. How are you, mate? Being good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. So today we're going to be talking about a, I guess, a very influential, inspiring role model. This is, of course, the recently deceased Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Yeah, so I guess, are you a, are you a basketball fan? Not at all. Neither am I. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, you know, the fact that we're talking about him, even though neither of us are basketball fans, and so many people know his name and his legacy regardless of whether they follow the sport or not, which speaks like volumes of the man's greatness. Mm. I just want to start it off with a quote that I read um, just researching for this podcast. And I really related to this, although admittedly I'm not on his level at this stage. Definitely not. But I was just like, oh shit, when I read this, this is like the mentality it takes to achieve what he has achieved in his life. So I read it out to you guys. Kobe says, I can't relate to lazy people. We don't speak the same language. I don't understand you. I don't want to understand you. For me, that was just like, that's really savage and really blunt and straight to the point. But it really just how it resonates with me because he's, he understands that in order to achieve a certain level in life and do something with the time that you have here, how limited it is. And in his case, I think it was 41 years is you can't be lazy. Like if you do have certain ambitions or you do want to get somewhere with your life, laziness will just ensure that you feel like you have failed. You will feel unfulfilled. So I think Kobe realized that and it's demonstrating his quote, but what he also realized is that he needs to surround himself with people who are of a similar mindset to him. If he is around lazy people, that can become infectious. To him, he kind of saw it as almost parasitic i would say the way he said it it just seems like if you're lazy get the fuck away from me because i'm trying to get shit done in my life and i just can only relate to people who are on a similar wavelength to me and it is quite savage and it is quite upfront but i guess it is what it takes to i mean the guy's just an all-time great neither of us are basketball fans like i'm saying we're talking about him and he's like worldwide news and Unfortunately, what happened uh, on the, I guess most people listening to this will already know, but nine people died in the helicopter crash. Mm. It was in very foggy conditions. Um, there's questions about why the pilot was given clearance to even fly. Um, but unfortunately, Kobe's daughter also passed away. She was 13 years old and very sad to hear that, um, especially when a child passes away because it's just such a waste. Um, and then seven other people and... I think a fair few of them were also like young children or they were like a teammate. Yeah. I yeah. think it was a team perhaps I could be wrong, but I think it was his daughter's team and like their parents, for example. Um, 
And there was actually an interview that I listened to and someone asked Kobe or Kobe spoke about why he does fly from Chopper, like a helicopter in Los Angeles. He said that, um, look, he's got shitty knees, shitty back, shitty fingers. He's got so many pain problems, his body physically, and his time is so limited that he wants to fly. And he, he admitted that he's blessed enough to be able to afford to fly from place to place. But he would rather fly in a helicopter than sit in a car for hours um, so that he can get to his family quicker, spend more time with his family. And he saw the value in time. For him, time was above money. And admittedly, he's in a financial position to definitely be able to do something like this. But it just really hit me as well. I was like, man, this guy chose to fly in a helicopter, not to flex on other people, thinking he's above other people. He's just admitting that he can afford to and he values his family and his time with his family more than anything else. So he wants to not spend his time in traffic and just get to place to place that he need or like visit his family after games or just do what he needs to do first and foremost. So, yeah. So he's a manly man. Yeah, he, he, he did his role, you know? For sure. Uh, became one of the all-time greats. I think he's going to get crowned as like a like a legend or something. I don't know. Hall of Fame. Hall yeah. of Fame, yeah. He's, a, he's guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, 20 seasons, so that's... 20 seasons and it was all for the Lakers he didn't switch teams once so he was loyal hard working and you know got shit done all these awards that all these stats that are listed here but you can find them online but like NBA champ 5 times MVP twice uh, in the finals MVP all-star 11 times 2 time gold medalist like crazy achievements um, and like I don't even follow basketball but like you, you, you know yeah. about it. like everyone knows because like you know when you go to chuck something in the bin you're like Kobe yeah, yeah. I say that all the time yeah, so, yeah. The bin. Kobe yeah so everyone knows like he, yeah. he's he's become like the person you think of when you do like stupid shit he's a verb point. yeah he's a verb now yeah like that's how great it was you yeah know? Um, so the thing that struck me um, is even though I didn't do basketball like obviously I knew about him because of all his other achievements so as you mentioned a lot of investments um, financially he was very sound he could afford to find a helicopter as you said uh, but just his working mentality like um, it was the the school of greatness the, the you recommended the yeah, podcast yeah I listened yeah. to that podcast yeah, yeah. and then he he, uh, he was telling about uh, how he was training and like he he said that he had humble beginnings like when he started basketball he was the one who was picked last because he was so shit you know and this is at the age of like 12 or 13 and then uh He's like, oh, because I'm not as talented as everyone else, I'm just going to work harder than them. So, and he said in two years time, when at the age of like 15, 16, he was the best at, in like his comp, you know? So he outworked everyone. And it just shows that like, you could be blessed with like a lot of money or a lot of talent and all this kind of stuff. But if you, if you don't actually work for it and you don't put the effort in, then it's, it's going to go to waste. Like there's someone who's probably way, uh, way less privileged than you and they're working their ass off and in in a couple of years time they're going to surpass you and you're going to wonder oh why why was he so blessed you know yeah. why was he given all this at a early stage but uh, it's just hard work yeah so um, he is literally the embodiment the personification of a hustling you know hard work hard, hard work day in day out 20 years straight and now you know he's a legend yeah you know, he, timeless timeless name will for be sure history. yeah, yeah. Uh, about that uh, work ethic thing as well um, there's this you know there's heaps of like motivational videos and mm. stuff like that on YouTube uh, a common one that I hear is Kobe's voiceover explaining time 
and he was just saying um, I'm paraphrasing here but um, if you wake up at 4am and you get your workout in or you start your day earlier um, when you normally used to wake up at 6 or 7 or maybe it was 5 but I think the analogy was 2 hours more than the rest of society mm-hmm. and he was saying you got 2 hours in um, you get your workout in you times that by 7 that's 14 hours a week mm. you times that by uh, 52 that's 700 something hours so that's like a month extra mm. of work that you're putting in and then given a few years you'll be far ahead and that person who you're competing against will never ever be able to recover or gain that time back from what you've done and that's why he's ahead because mm. he's up um, I was listening to this other guy who's, I think he was a physio actually or something like that in basketball. And he was saying that um, they were on tour or something, maybe for the Olympics or something like that. And Kobe called him and it was like 3.30 in the morning. And he's like, uh, like the guy picked picked up a bit nervously. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And Kobe's like, oh, sorry, is it it a good time chat? And he's like, yeah, yeah, what's up? And he's like, I was just wondering if you could um, take me through a few drills. And he rocks up to the gym and it's like 4 a.m. in the morning yeah. and Kobe's drenched in sweat like he's been swimming because he's already been getting work in. Um, and then, yeah, like he just works with him for the next couple of hours. But like while everyone's sleeping, Kobe's working. working. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that everyone has to do this. I, if anything, I think like most people would agree that's probably not the best thing to do for yourself. But... but this guy was just so driven towards achieving whatever he was looking out to achieve. That he just took, just took every single like um, little step, mm. like Novak Djokovic right now, who's in the Australian Open final coming up tomorrow yeah. night. Um, Good luck. Yeah, he said that Kobe was his mentor. Right. Like he goes to for, to Kobe for advice, mm. or like mentality, sports, achieving greatness. Like yeah, Kobe would school him. And Novak Djokovic is the world number, or he's currently number two, but he probably will be world number one again. Mm. He was just injured recently, but he'll be world number again, one again when he if he wins the Australian Open, but. You know, if the number one guy in tennis in another sport goes to another guy in another sport for advice or mentorship, it just shows, it mm. speaks volumes about Kobe. Yeah. No, um, another thing that really resonated is because you, you said it yourself, like a lot of people can't do that because they they physically or they mentally can't handle that stress, you yeah. know. But if you look at all the, all the legends in every sport, they've got that mentality where they can do that. You know, if you look at Ronnie Coleman, um, he can't really walk anymore. Have you seen photos of him? I saw that documentary on Netflix. Yeah, so he's... It's he, really sad, actually. Yeah, so he was like, I don't know, 13-time Mr. Olympia or something? Uh, I think it was seven or eight or something like that. It was something dramatic. It was, it was, it was a huge amount. Though. Uh, eight time, eight years in a row. So, eight-time eight, eight time, yeah. uh, Mr. Olympia, so bodybuilding. Um, and if you look at photos, of, you can tell like he's jacked as crap. Um, he's not that tall. He's 180. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't think bodybuilders necessarily have to be that tall. Yeah, no, it actually is a bit of a benefit to be shorter. Sure. Yeah, you don't need to put short on or like just average height. Um, if you want to be, you just want to be proportional. Yeah, but like with these, you're taller to be more stretched. Yeah, down. but with these mass monsters, like you, the the shorter they are, they yeah. don't need to put on as much size. To and I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was considered quite tall. He was like six foot two or something. Really? I thought he was pretty short. Uh, he is one eighty eight. Oh, oh so shit! Yeah. He is tall, six two. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if you look at um, Ronnie now, like he's he's had multiple back surgeries because through his career he was just banging out uh, reps and reps of extremely heavy weight. Yeah, you know, and with that weight, obviously your his muscles could handle it, but everything else just deteriorated. So all the discs in his back are completely destroyed, the vertebrae are probably all fractured, everything's gone. 
you know. So he's had multiple, multiple back surgeries. But the thing is, and a lot of people, this is very controversial and I'm kind of against it, but to each their own. He's still lifting fucking heavy. If, yeah. if you go on his Instagram or like YouTube, he's still like rolling the stack for mm-hmm. reps, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as a physio, I'd say no, like you're going to be in a wheelchair, bro. Um, yeah. But he's, that's the mentality he has. Like, yeah, I think his greatness supersedes his personal health. Yeah. Which a lot of people need to do. Like, I'm pretty sure if Kobe was to live another 10 years, his body would start to break down because of yeah. just how much he pushed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people that have reached that level, that status, like their bodies are, their bodies or their minds just give up over time. Mm-hmm. Like Muhammad Ali, uh, all the hits he took and all the training he took, he developed. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a common thing in boxing, I'd say, as yeah, well. Yeah, the concussions. Um, the concussions. Because um, you're repeatedly having concussions during a fight. Mm. And a lot of the time, people just don't know when to stop. They continue fighting uh, when they're past their prime and mm. they get knocked out a few times. And it's just like, they need someone like solid, someone wise, like a friend or a coach or a mentor mm. to tell them and where they'll respect their opinion just say, hey, you need to stop right now. Like, I'm pulling you out because you're just hurting yourself for the future. You're going to end up... Um, like mentally disabled or like you're just not fully fully there mm. like when you look at like old videos of Ali or even some other boxes you know they're just not 100% there anymore yeah no but like yeah going back to like the mentality like you know Mike Tyson he you would consider him like a legend as well yeah? oh for sure yeah. boxing for sure yeah but he still considers Ali as the best of all time yeah because, respect yeah if you watch a video um, Mike Tyson like breaks down he like starts crying it's like Ali is a different species like he would have died in the ring if he could he wouldn't give up but Mike Tyson's like yeah I admit if I was losing I'd tap out like I'd give up but he's like Ali is another species he would pretty much die in the ring if he had to yep. like, and that's why Mike Tyson who's like one like he's great as well like a legend yeah. he considers Ali as you know best in the world greatest yeah. of all time yeah fucking scary shit though yeah they're both legends in their own rights yeah I think Ali's got that legendary status as well because he took a political stance during a controversial time of the Vietnam War did he? yeah he um, so he was elected to like he what he was chosen to go fight in Vietnam because the US had the lottery system back then okay and then as an African American male you know in the 70s in the US 60s and 70s Ooh. they weren't treated as well as like a white male would, right? Yeah. So he's like, why the fuck should I go to Vietnam um, and shoot Vietnamese people who haven't done anything to me yeah. for a country that doesn't even give me the respect or treat me as an equal citizen? Uh, he took that stance and he ended up going to jail for it. Oh, but shit. He but just, he just held his word. Like he stopped boxing for a while and he was in jail. And then when he got out, he just became a legend yeah. because he took a political stance and uh, you know he stuck him. to his principles. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of principles though, um, if we go back to talking about Kobe, yeah, twenty years with the same team, yeah, that's, that's impressive. That's crazy. unheard of. It is in today's world. Loyal loyalty like that, twenty years, man. Like, imagine how much money every other company or others team would have offered would have him. Offered him, yeah, and especially when he was at his peak. Yeah, but nah, that's 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 another level. Like. I think it goes both ways as well because he's obviously very loyal to the Lakers mm. but then he's also proved his worth to the Lakers because a lot of teams trade you yeah. so like oh just get rid of this guy he's not performing or like maybe he's really good but I'd rather get these two guys who are a bit not as good as him mm-hmm. but they have potential and they're worth the same price together as he is so mm. I'll get two okay players and get rid of this one legend 
Yeah. So I think that the ownership of the Lakers also knew the value that Kobe provided. So yeah. Kobe knew the Lakers is his team and the Lakers knew that Kobe is their man. Yeah, definitely. So that they, they knew each other's worth. Um, obviously, we're both not experts on basketball or his life. Yeah. Um, so Wikipedia, you, there's just endless scrolling through just all, everything is achieved. Um, most of the things I'm going off is just through the podcast and the interviews that I've watched with him. You yeah. know, like, I like those news interviews. They join you up. Yeah, they actually get you pretty, pretty on. Pretty pumped up. Yeah. Like if you had Kobe as your life mentor, life coach, that'd be pretty, pretty serious. But, but there's a difference between like geeing you up and what like he does. Like there are other people that gee you up that just make you feel bad, but they like get you like, come on, like don't be a bitch, get to the gym kind of thing, you know? But there's a way he talks where it's like... It's very eloquent. Yeah, you get... spoken. Yeah, you get g'd up but you don't feel bad about yourself yeah. for like being like taking a bit of a break or something mm-hmm. like you're actually like okay my time's done let's get back to work kind of thing you know I don't know he's a very charismatic guy as well mm. like he's a good looking guy well dressed well spoken obviously very athletic and famous and fit he just to me embodies like what someone is capable of if they set out to achieve and just make the most of their life so to me, Kobe was very impressive in that regard. Uh, he wasn't just a basketballer. So after he uh, finished his basketball career, he actually became quite a successful investor. Mm. So him and his investing partner, Jeff Stiebel or Stibble, I think Jeff's his mentor as well. Mm-hmm. And Jeff was obviously, I think Je- Jeff was a billionaire in his own right. So, I mean, connections work. Kobe's obviously well known to so get access to these kinds of guys. But um, yeah, Kobe invested in um, with a ten percent stake in Body Armor Super Drink Company for six mil, mm. and then like Coca Cola purchased a stake in that company four years later, and as a result of Coca Cola's purchase um, of a part of that company, Kobe's investment from six mil to two hundred mil, and it's like that's crazy, right? It's thirty three time return. You don't get that in the share market or the property market, like we like on a regular basis. Yeah. So this guy's obviously killing it in the basketball game, but he's also killing it in the investing game. And I feel like a guy like Kobe um, is the type of guy that no matter what he does, like if he becomes a lawyer, a doctor, an entrepreneur, a physio, mm. he'll become the best in his field and whatever he does because he has that work ethic and mentality. The mamba mentality. For sure, the mamba mentality. Exactly. That's what he's known for. The black mamba, that's his nickname. Yeah, it's crazy. And he, and he got into, he. I think he realized that um, his time was coming sooner or later. Mm-hmm. So he started getting to like kids shows and books and just actually leaving like his legacy behind and trying to um, train up the next generation. Yeah. So um, I think, did he release that movie? Or it was, it? yeah, in 2018, he released the movie. Um, and Animated then- Animated short film, yeah. Yeah, short film. Uh, he's been on Nickelodeon sketches. He's also done um, a podcast, the, the sh- can't remember the email. Oh, uh, like he was the host? Yeah, um, he did like a kid's podcast. Oh, I've heard of that, yeah. Um, let me just find the name of it. Uh, not familiar with it? But I haven't. I've guessed on many podcasts. The, like the, the Punies. The Punies. Right. Was he the host? Um, not sure. I should listen to it. But like he says, like, uh, play it to your kids and then see how they respond to it because mm. it's like good life lessons and all that kind of stuff. Kind of like um, Jocko Willink's one, Way of the Warrior Kid. Way of the Warrior Kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, I should listen to that. And then if it's, yeah, probably download it before it disappears into... Yeah. Now, one day when we have kids, we just get them to listen to a bit of Jocko or Kobe. Yeah. Get the good thing up. about podcasting and like, you know, we, like,
their lessons live on. Mm. Like you can always hear the voice Definitely. and you can always still get value from it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's why we're here, honestly. Like everything that we do should be a way to educate the next generation, mm. you know, because um, everyone's going to die sooner or later. There's a, there's a limited lifespan, you know, that's, that's why the internet exists. That's why If you're lucky, exists. you get 80 years plus. Yeah. But that's why everything, we're, we're just working on trying to preserve as much information as possible. So yeah. we don't waste time. We just become super efficient at learning and we're learning the right thing to do whatever we're trying to do, you know? So that's what the next thing, I reckon in a couple, I don't know, centuries or decades, or whatever, they're going to get, like when you're born, they're going to get a USB, they're going to plug it into you, just like the Matrix. straight away. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's a good idea for a movie as well. No, it's probably going to, is that what the Matrix is? Uh, you can upload yeah like uh, Neo I remember that scene where he learns how to fight he just like wakes up like I know Kung Fu yeah (laughs) stupid (laughs) shit but no like I reckon that's what's gonna happen in the future cause like at the moment everyone is like everyone's trying to they just attention you know everything's YouTube if you see a kid down the road like you can't walk through the supermarket anymore without seeing a kid like glued to an iPad you know yeah but what they're doing is they're learning if they're learning the right thing or the wrong thing that's depending that's on that's like, where you kind of have to be the gatekeeper yeah. of their learning so uh, hopefully this podcast becomes something so it's like a fun way to learn mm-hmm. I don't know but sooner or later um, that's what's going to happen I reckon you're going to stab it anyway speaking of legacies um what are the biggest lessons that you could learn from Kobe's life? You know, mm, I think with Kobe, what I have taken is that in order to achieve greatness, whatever that means for you, is to be unrelenting in your work ethic and resolve. So when you have something that you're working towards you prioritize that over everything and that may be even your friends your family your love life you know other areas of life because you're just so driven to it now i'm not saying you need to do it like that um but what i am saying though is if you want to get to that level then kobe has demonstrated that that mentality can work so he has this quote here and it kind of reminded me of our 33rd episode going hard versus seeking balance mm-hmm. um, the quote is if you want to be great at something there's a choice you have to make what I mean by that is there are inherent sacrifices that come along with that family time hanging out with friends being a great friend being a great son nephew whatever the case may be so Kobe is basically saying when you're going after something, you go after it. That comes first above all else. I mean, yes, some people might not like that, but that's the that's reality. That's how it is. Um, at least that's how I see it. Um, I might be wrong, but that's what it's worked for Kobe, and he's demonstrated that. And he's also been able to look after his family now. So I looked at his wife's Instagram this morning just to see what she's posted, and she made her first post yesterday since her daughter and husband's death. And it was a photo of the family all together, smiling, really happy photo. And she just said, like, obviously, like, you know, she thanked everyone for the messages and reaching out to her. And then she also expressed, it was very honest, her own emotions. But um, she mentioned that um, Kobe's legacy or like, you know, if, you have, if you're a fan of Kobe, 
please donate, but not to them, but to donate to the families of the other seven people who died in the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Because how the, I interpret that is, Kobe's lived a life and looked after his family so that they never have to worry about money or um, the future in a financial sense. He's looked after, he's done his duty. They're, they're, they're sweet moving forward. As long as they don't blow it all, they're fine. Mm. Um, so they are using Kobe's influence to help out the other people's families who unfortunately died in the helicopter crash, which was admirable to me. I, I, I respected that. And also to me, that was just like, Kobe did his duty and looked after his family and made sure that they don't go hungry without him. Mm. So yeah, hats off to Kobe for that. Yeah, that's what it's meant to be. Yeah. What about yourself? What could you take away from Kobe and apply to your life? A couple of things, really. Uh, the first one is time short. Mm-hmm. Um, time is the only asset that we can't get back. Yeah. You know, we can't make more time. Uh, we can only leverage it the way we want to, you know. So um, his mantra was just hustle hard, you know. You're only here for a short amount of time. Make it a good time, you know. So um, for him, he got joy out of basketball. So every day he, he wouldn't need an alarm clock. He just got up because he was just pumped to go play and train and all that kind of stuff, you know. So, um, for me, I just got to find what, you know, gets me up in the morning, gets me jeered up and just chase it until it becomes something, you know. Um, So, time is short, make the most of it, Uh, work hard, you know, Uh, just keep going. Whatever you're trying to do, you'll get there sooner or later if you work hard enough. So, I think, like, the point is with Kobe, um, is a lot of the stuff that he's saying is stuff that we already know like you need to work hard you need to prioritize you need to do what other people aren't willing to do mm-hmm. um, and the fact is everyone kind of knows that mm. it's just you've got to act upon it if you do want to achieve it Yeah. and Kobe did act upon it and that's why he's done it so these things are nothing new it's just reinforcing it like I think most people listen to this be like fuck I wish I had Kobe's life Yeah. like they had that kind of life like the, the greatness and success and you know achievements mm. um, well my question to you, the listener, is are you willing to do what he's done? Are you willing to wake up, put in the work, mm. and make sacrifices and say no to many things, say no to get togethers and uh, eating pizza and drinking beer Sorry and stuff like that. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's yeah. just he's just doing the things that we know that we should do if that's the lifestyle that we want to follow. And this is what this podcast is about. We're about like self development, self improvement, personal development. We're trying to we're trying to maximize our time here make the most of our life because ultimately that's what gives us fulfillment yeah so that's why we started this whole podcast and a guy like kobe is the epitome of that he's like when i look up you know what i wanted to do or like you know what kind of lifestyle i want to achieve kobe's like the top of the pyramid like those kind of guys are, and girls are the top of the pyramid for me so for me it wasn't anything groundbreaking what it was for me it was just a reinforcement of these values and ideals that one needs to espouse in order to achieve that yeah, definitely. Cool. No, All right. So, as we're coming down to time, uh, this is the Listen and Do podcast, as you mentioned. So what can one of the listeners or what can you guys do now uh, over the next week to kind of get you on the right track? I can watch Kobe videos, listen to his interviews, take some notes, learn from him. It's not, a, it's not just about the basketball. It's about that mentality. I think that's more important than his physicality, if anything. Mm. So I think maybe just observe him and try to take little snippets, a little grain, um, salts of grain, uh, grains of salt from it and try and apply it to your life. So he was bilingual or multilingual, I think, mm. you know, charismatic, 
um, hardworking, driven guy, as we've mentioned in this podcast. So very good qualities to have. So I think why not learn from the best and try and apply it to your life? Yeah, definitely. Um, I reckon have a listen to the School of Greatness podcast, the, mm. the episode he's on. Um, got a lot of, out of it. Um, actually helped us to you know get back into our shit. Yeah. So uh, in a bit of a rut. So listening to that just, you know, kind of gave I might revisit it. Yeah. yeah. Had a listen to it a couple of days ago, yeah. actually. Um, there are a lot to, lots to take from there. Um, and just remember life is short. So tell someone you love them, mm-hmm. give them a hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, keep working. We'll get there one day. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Listen and Do podcast. We have a lot planned in the coming year. So keep up to date by following us on our Instagram and Facebook page at the LND podcast. If you like what we're doing, please give us a five star rating. It really helps us out. Thank you for listening. Now it's time to go out and do. Thank you.